Welcome to the RSP NFL Scouting Glossary. I'm Matt Waldman with Rookie Scouting Portfolio. This week, we're going to talk about focus at the catch point, and I have an accompanying video that you can find at my site, www.mattwaldmanrsp.com, or my YouTube channel, Matt Waldman's RSP Film Room, that shows a catch after contact or versus contact with wide receiver Parker Washington of Penn State, a 2023 NFL draft prospect if he decides to declare himself eligible. Now, football will always be a collision sport. I'm saying even if we get to the point that tackle football goes away, goes the way of the dodo, and the game evolves into a mashup of basketball and flag football, the fundamental aspects of the game will always include bodies moving with high intensity and often in close quarters. I mean, even if it's unintentional, collisions are going to remain an inevitable part of the game. Although the vast majority of collisions take place at the line of scrimmage between linemen and ball carriers, pass catchers are the recipients of the most violent collisions in the sport because routes and coverage demand players to build momentum into the point of impact. Pass catchers understand the potential of being on the receiving end of a hit that feels like a car wreck anytime they attack a target. The ability to concentrate on the task of competing the catch before protecting oneself from an oncoming hit is the hallmark of a receiver with the physical and mental toughness to compete in the NFL. Even when the contact isn't as violent as a collision, and instead it's a surgically placed reach, push, or pull at the ball or the hands um, or the arms of the receiver, a pass catcher must display focus and comfort with defender contact at the catch point. Now, here are some scenarios that I study when it comes to requiring focus, how I classify plays made that require fo a heightened level of focus based on the potential for a collision. And I have four scenarios that I grade for where a receiver has to display that heightened focus and physical toughness to win the football. The first one's tight coverage. And I define these because I think it's important to define everything and make it clear because sometimes what you think is uh, obvious to one person, somebody else has a different way of defining it. And that's why sometimes teams can look at certain players who show the same, you know, a player who shows something on film and they can come at v very different conclusions. And when they fail, sometimes they fail because they haven't really defined things clearly enough and they may write off a player too soon or overrate a player because they're not detailed enough. Either they're too much, to, either their expectations are defined in an inaccurate manner or there's just not enough criteria in their definition for them to really encapsulate what's important about a skill set. So the four things I look at, tight coverage. A defender has tight coverage on a receiver when he's making contact or he's close enough to make contact or extend his hand into the frame of the receiver. Contact to the back. When a defender can slap, push, or hit the receiver um, from an indirect angle away from the receiver's field of vision that lands on the receiver's side, back, or the back of his legs. And then, you know, really if he hits the receiver's side and the receiver saw it come, didn't see it coming, 
it's usually from an angle that's more from the back. So that's why I say the receiver's side. Conversely, you know, if there's contact to the chest, the defender can slap, push, or hit the receiver from a direct angle within the receiver's field of vision that may land on his side. Um, but he saw it coming. He could see that it was coming. Um, whereas also a hit contact of the chest is, you know, a flush hit directly at his chest or the front of his legs. And then the fourth thing I look at are hard shots. And I catching the football against collisions with violent impact, those have a higher degree of difficulty than other forms of contact, like somebody swatting at the ball or the arms or, or delivering a push. So I give hard shots their own category of value relative to contact that isn't as violent. Now, how do you define a hit with notable force? I mean, isn't that kind of subjective? And you could say it is, but you try to subjectify, objectify things as much as possible. Um, that's part of what you do with when you're doing scouting well. And when you have a good evaluation process, you're defining things in a way that people can agree upon. And if you find situations where you have to amend how you define things, then you do that moving forward. You always want your evaluations to have the potential for continuous improvement and growth. And part of that is going by a process where you're always trying to define the criteria that you grade. So these are the combinations of factors that I look at when there's a hit with notable force. Is there momentum heading into the collision point? Is the strike accurate in terms of hitting the opponent as intended? If it's meant to hit the defender on the side of the shoulder or in the back of the legs or on the thighs or um, in the chest, it doesn't matter whether it, it doesn't always have to, the hit doesn't always have to hit a certain part of the body. It just means that where it hits that body part, it was intended to hit that body part so that the, that the momentum is hitting that target as intended. And then that strike, you want it to go through the target point of the opponent's body, not just hitting the, on the target. So if you hit a target true, you're going to see the impact go through the target enough. And that means that sometimes you'll see the ripple effect of the, of the impact into the, into the opponent's body. You'll see maybe them move occasionally. You may see them fall completely backwards or stop their movement. But those things aren't necessarily ways to say definitively that's a hard hit because we know that a receiver ball carrier, how they react to the hit doesn't define whether the hit's violent. You know, if somebody runs 15 yards downfield at Bo Jackson at the height of his career and hits him in the thigh pad, and Bo Jackson continues running through the contact, it was still a violent hit if the hit actually did the things I mentioned. It, it There's momentum, there's an accurate strike hitting as intended, the strike goes through the target point. Just because Bo Jackson might have the balance, the stride work, the strength to be able to handle that contact and continue moving forward didn't mean it wasn't a hard hit. And that's why you got to be careful about that. So how a receiver... Um, you know, handles these things, tight coverage, contact to the back, contact to the chest and hard shots really helps you decide how good they are with focus, um, and mental toughness and physical toughness 
at the catch point, which is very important in a league where you just can't out-athlete people and just simply win on wide-open routes. You're going to have to make plays in those scenarios and do it consistently enough that teams feel comfortable relying on you because the coverage does get tighter, the hits come more often, and the hits often are generated with greater intensity because the defenders are more skilled at being able to deliver true hits. So that's what I look at this week with a um, video of Parker Washington against Auburn where he takes hard contact to his chest on a deep crossing route and you can see him show the focus to be able to make the catch, breaking towards uh, a defender working at him to deliver contact from over the top. And he's able to, you know, make the catch, turn up field, drop his pads into the collision, protect the ball, and take a hard hit that literally knocks him backwards as soon as he's hit. Um, and that's, you know, those are the things that I look for. And it gives you an idea of whether that receiver has those layers of, of toughness and focus to play in the league. Thanks again for listening. You can find more of my RSP NFL Scouting Glossary podcasts at my channel, Matt Waldman's um, RSP Cast. You can find them at my YouTube channel, Matt Waldman's RSP Film Room, and of course my site, www.mattwaldmanrsp.com.